What I was going to say is that I've got, I got two dogs on the other coast and, uh, and then we've got Zurich dog here and he's like my assistant producer. He's always in the same room as me. Yeah. Like just chilling. So yep. I get it. But if the, uh, if the other two were here, so if it were all three, it'd be a shit show right now. Right. Pepper is, uh, Pepper has the, this is Pepper Jack, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I, I have, I have the queso. And pepper jack were two cheeses, <laughs> of course. And so, um, yeah, he's he's only like, I don't, how old is he? It's maybe a month and a half old. Oh, okay. And so he's he's very tiny. He's very smart. What very kind smart. of dog is he? He's a he's a pitsky. He's a a pit bull husky. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, he's very cute and very smart and very agile. But right around now is when he becomes, like, right before he's ready to go to bed, he becomes a big pain in the ass. And my wife is in the shower, so I have to watch one of them. <laughs> gotcha. So, so. Yeah. It'll be, that's... it'll be what it is for a minute. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, for the most part, Yogi's cool. Like, he, he's literally just asleep on his bed. But every once in a while, he'll get into shit while I'm doing these things. And it's like, like, one time he was like, I can't remember what he was doing, but he was acting up. So I put him in his crate, which I never do when I'm here. And right. he just like revolted and just attacked the crate. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess we're going to just deal with you making noise in the bedroom and, uh, life. Of I'm the used dogs. to it now. I'm used to it now. I'm just like, I had, you know, I had Duchess when I was, when we were kids mm-hmm. and, um, nobody really, I don't think I had a dog past that. I think that was really yeah. the dog I grew up with. And then, um, who, Oh my god! I feel like such a dick. What was your dog's name? I Ralph and Bo. Ralph and Bo. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah. So those are the dogs like that I grew up with. But mm-hmm. um, Danny had her dog when I moved into there, and then we got Queso after he died. And I, I've just been, I've been dog dad mm-hmm. for years, and I'm used to it. I've, I've yeah, rescued several. So yeah, when I uh, when I lived with Sue and Ray, they kind of went through a bunch of different dogs and just couldn't get one that fit right with all the kids and everything. So we, we came up with, we got, so they got this one dog, Zoe, and she was a black lab. She was super sweet and everything, but we just, it just didn't work. Her temperament just wasn't right or whatever for the kids. So just gave it back to the breeder and the breeder gave us another puppy. And I got so pissed because every time they would get a dog, my, my, my bedroom was on the first floor. So I was always kind of on dog duty. 
and I would get like attached to him, you know, and I would be like, guys, I get attached to this dog and then you get rid of it. So right. it's, it sucks. So we literally named the dog chance as in like our last chance to have a dog. Oh my God. And we, yeah. And, uh, and we, <laughs> we bonded. Broken. Yeah. But we, we bonded and I mean, he's still there right now. And then they ended up rescuing another dog, uh, Lola, who they're both still up there. And yeah, I became dog dad. I'm like the dog whisperer, like, Yogi apparently went before me, hated guys, and now we're like pair bonded. Some some really hate men. Yeah, I've I've, I've met them on tour. Mm-hmm. And they just there's just some like oh that's that's uh, I don't know that's Penelope. She hates men. So sorry that the six of you uh, will be harassed by this dog for right the duration of your stay. Pepper yeah. Jack, relax, bud. It's okay. <laughs> I'll set you free in a moment. Yeah, we, uh, that's, that's the thing, but I've gotten, I, I get along with dogs. Like, I don't know. It's just always been the thing. Well, you are, you have an even temperament. Right. And I think that you, you always have, I, I assume you still do, at least to a certain point. Yeah. Life has hardened some of us, but, <laughs> um, you know, I feel that, I, I think that makes sense. That doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. That you would, that you would, uh you would bond well with dogs. Yeah. Farrah always says to me that I'm the dog whisperer just because wherever we are, a dog always comes up to us. Like whatever. It, it's, it's fun. That's good. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's my wife. My wife is, uh, it's funny. Uh, Danny's like that. And Emily's like that. Like they just like, like animals like me. It's not like they are like anti me. Well, mm. well, <laughs> it depends. Because right. there, there is there is a, a racism thing sometimes. Mm, that yeah. is a, that is a real thing. Yeah, I feel sorry for people who have to put up with that. I do too. I, sometimes it happens to me. But um, they just uh, cats and dogs just gravitate around my wife, and mm-hmm. it's, it's she's she's Mary Pop Mary Poppins. Is that the the analogy? Uh, no, no, Snow Newcom- White, Newcom- Snow White, Snow White. Close. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember who con- communes with animals. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's Snow White, and so they all gather around her, and they, her animals, her animals before like the ones that we got before we got together, they tolerate me, which is great. That's mm-hmm. fine. So oh, I, I wish to be tolerated. So wait, you got two dogs, and what else do you have? I have two dogs and three cats. Okay. And one one cat we got together, and the other two are hers from. A previous marriage, and so um, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> it's just her life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I said that like it was kids. That was no, funny. no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, jokes are funnier when you explain them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and, and they're like okay with me because I feed them. So mm-hmm. they, of course, yeah, that's the best way to get an animal on your side is feed yeah. them, and then, yeah, they know good things come from you. Um, I was thinking about it though, because yeah, you had Duchess, but then between Duchess and now, you also had the cats. So oh, that millions was... of millions of cats. Yeah, so I think yeah, that Roly, was Roly, Roly Poly and Oli, mm-hmm. and Selena, mm-hmm. and um, I think that was it. Yeah, those were the four I knew. Did you? Have... Oh, you had some outdoor cats though. Oh, there was, was Frank was part of that too. It was really Polyoli and Frank, but Frank didn't make it. That's right. That's right. And um, Scaredy was their mom, and then Scaredy lived outside. That's right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell I told Farrah about Roly Polyoli, and 
she didn't know what roly poly oly was and so i had to explain that oh. to her so she got the dog the the cat names and then i also explained like the the other level of the cat names with like how they had like there were reasons why those cats got those names too oh like, well, roly was big and fat yeah yeah uh, poly have a thing poly because she looked poly was a guy right he was but he was very gay Oh, okay. He, he was a very effeminate cat. <laughs> but I remember that because he looked like a pole cat. That was that was what your mom used to say. Is that is that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know what? Black she, and white. She said that, and yeah. I didn't get it then. I still don't. <laughs> I think I, a, I, I think a pole cat is like a skunk, like the black and white stripes. Oh. I think so. I think that's how she. And then only because she almost died. That was. Well, she's she's like a runt. She's very tiny. Right, and didn't wasn't there the story that she got stuck in the engine block of a car? She or did. Something? That's right. We weren't going to keep her, and then she, she, they uh, so they all lived outside, and they uh, they would commune together in like by our woodshed, and then my parents went on some went to go see their friend like forty five minutes away. They were about to leave, and they opened. They heard the mewing in the car. And they open up the the um, the hood, and then there there she was, and <laughs> she survived. And it's like, well, we can't we can't not keep her now. So right, uh, and she had like the little burn on her nose from it for the rest of her life. Yep, I remember all. Yep, that. yeah, dude. Polly made it. Polly made it a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say Polly was the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Polly made it with us. Uh, so yeah. Um, I think we should just talk, and then you just you – are you able to edit this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you could just cut out whatever is, like, shit. So yeah, whatever doesn't part hit. Of, part of this is just going to be you and me, and part of this is going to be whatever you want to put out for your people. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so after we got – after we were removed from 71, um, Polly, I think, was the last one left, and Polly had – Polly made it to when we were in the apartment – um, on Water Street mm-hmm. for a brief time, and he was there, and then he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like the last one. He was the last one to go. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's crazy how like pets kind of come and go with us. Like if you think about it, Ralph and Bo both passed away when I graduated high school. Yeah. So like that was like the end of that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. And now, I mean, obviously, there's some. I got the dogs on the other side, but you with the cats and everything that kind of, when did, when did Selena and Roly and Oli go? I got to be honest. For some reason, I don't remember what happened to Roly and Oli. Um, I, I, I cannot remember, but Selena, Selena, we had to put down, um, we didn't have to put down, but she was dying. So mm. we just, we just did it. Um, I think that was she. I think we were still at the house at that mm-hmm. point. Okay. Um, yeah. I think Polly was the only one who made it to the apartment. Um, right. Yeah. I think there was. We had come up there for a trip. I think it might have been Carly's wedding or Emily's wedding, and we had stopped by and we saw your mom, and I think one of the cats was still there. I th- it would have yeah. been Polly, but yeah. um, I want to say because. It, it was Emily's wedding because Carly's wedding was when you had foreclosure fest. It was. No, because we were we went to Carly's wedding together. We were there, right? We both went to that one. I can't remember what time period it was. Yeah, that whole that whole time, 
and really for like the past, I want to say like six years, mm-hmm. there's been so many things that have happened to me and to the people around me. Right. That like it's been so like it happened all so fast, like one after the other after the other, that I my brain in order to cope with it, my memory has gotten so bad. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I there's holes of things that I just dumped away because I couldn't handle like, like, because I just couldn't handle shit. Like I was just having a hard time. I'm, I'm in therapy now, so I've been mm. discussing all that. Yeah, and it's like my memory has been getting so bad. Like like I can't place certain things. Yeah, so, isn't it crazy when you start you try to recollect those things? And you're like shit. There is just a black hole there. I don't remember what happened, dude. I don't know. Yeah. At least at least like in terms of. Um, the timeline yeah right right like the nuances and the context like you know these events happen but you can't remember like how or when or yeah there's certain things like i i would need to have like some sort of mile marker to Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. this is when this happened right and to to circle it back to a far more positive point which is that your the pets are kind of a good positive mile marker it's like well i was going through this and this was my pet so therefore (laughs) that was the timeline yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I just remember, you know, using those weddings as mile markers. That kind of helps because right. those were good times. The the Emily and the Carly wedding. And I know Foreclosure Fest was in one of those trips. I just can't remember which trip it was. That was, um, well, I mean, I that one I remember because it was, I think it was April of 2018. Could be 17. No, it might have been eighteen because oh, I know what it was. It was I don't think it revolved around a wedding. It was because um, it was supposed to be my ten year high school reunion that never happened. But I had already taken the time off work, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm still going up north." And I think that's what happened. I think I came up and it just that's happened. eighteen. Yeah, because you graduated in '08. Yeah, so I think it was eighteen. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah. There you go. That's it. Yeah. I still come across those pictures and and different things that I I took from those, from that event. From foreclosure fest. Yeah. It was a crazy time. And and some people will talk to me about how it was one of their favorite times that they've ever had. And I was like, that's awesome. I was in complete hell. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I was in, uh, if this makes the show, uh, I was, uh, I used to play in a band called survey says with Charlie and, um, uh, I now play in a band called Keep Flying. And so we used to have house shows at my house in New Jersey. And also this is the house where me and Charlie were best friends and uh, grew up and uh, all sorts of things happened at 71 Holguin Road. And um, so this event that happened, I threw two final house shows at my house um, over the course of two days. And, um, you know, it had bands that came together that hadn't played in forever, and it was just an awesome thing. And like some people just came because it was a dope show, like they didn't really have any context <laughs> of what was happening. The yeah. reason we're having the show is because I was being forcibly removed from my home. <laughs> right. and so, so everybody was like, "Dude, this is great." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to live in two days, but this right. is awesome." But uh, you know, so I, 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 it's it, it's bittersweet. Yeah, to me and be like, dude. I was in foreclosure fest. I was like, "That's sick." So was I. <laughs> but but really, you weren't there. Like, but, but really, my brain was. That was the beginning of the end. There was so. 
it, everything fell apart after that. It was yeah. crazy shit. And I mean, if, if we really want to get down to the nitty gritty, I mean, I was, I experienced my own foreclosure fest, what, 10 years beforehand. That's, that's true. That's how we left Jersey. And yeah. it was, uh, you want to talk about things being totally blacked out, like from September 2008 to, I don't know, probably, I don't know, probably so like 2009. Like I, there's just gaps, you know, like from, from me going away to college to survey says really taking off. There's just blocks that I just don't remember things. You know what I mean? Like before we started playing our first gigs, I don't remember a lot of it. Like that, that whole year at at Hartford was a total waste of time and money. Like I just, which I, I just finally, finally, here we are. What? 12 years later, I finally paid off my student loan. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's like the best part about it. Like, Hey, my, my credits finally recovered, but yeah, I think, you know, we talk about milestones and happy thoughts and whatever, like the incarnation and the survival of survey says um, definitely kind of saved me from going off the deep end, at least, you know, immediately um because you know there were ebbs and flows before during and after but um you know that that was just such a remarkable time you know that that we were because if you remember you know leading into what i what i think what is it january 2010 i think is when we really started gigging and up to that point survey says was like not really a thing you know what i mean like we existed by name and and hope but not i mean we, we what played a show like maybe once every three months before that. We're a local band, and then we we didn't. I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. It 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 didn't. None of that. Like I, I didn't see it, it, it turning into what you know. At least for me, what, what my life turned into. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. It's not that I foresaw that. No. In yeah. fact, like I look back at all that, and I'm like. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed by what we did at all. I'm just. I'm not, not as a band, but like, I handled so much shit poorly because. I, well, maybe then it wasn't so bad because, like, you know, because we weren't really. You know, you were still in like college, and I, I was working, and it wasn't as serious of a thing. But like, as it developed and became what it was and what it ended up becoming, like, I, I don't know. I just handled so much stuff not the way that I feel like I should have. But Yeah, but I think that's just also the the being naive and, and learning and stuff like that. I don't think I mean if if you were put in that situation now with all the experience and knowledge you have now, you would have obviously handled things completely different. Oh, yeah. But right. I mean I think that's just kind of comes with the learning process of anything really. That's what that's what anybody who was part of it back then has told me. Like like I have like every now and then, every now and then I run into or speak with Kevin Island mm. and I'll be like the last time, I think this is when I like when I ran my mom died. I was like, dude, I am so sorry for like the way that I handled shit and the way, like what I was trying to do and like what I, how I, like I, I'm only now coming to grips with who I was then. And I'm not, not to say I'm like completely different. Cause I don't think I am. But, mm-hmm. but, but, um, it's, I just, I look back and I'm like, man, I think of some of the stuff I said and some of the stuff I thought, and I just, 
I was not at all emotionally ready for what I was trying to do. Um, and so like, I told him, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry if I like didn't, he's like, dude, it, it's, it's, I don't even, it, it's fine. Like I, I'm the only one who overthinks a lot of that shit <laughs> at this point, because it's just what I do. I overthink. Right. Um, but like, he was like, dude, it's, it's good. We were kids essentially. And so he has the, he has that like perspective on it and it's just fine. That's yeah, good. Right. Yeah. I'm and so I, th- I think that there's even points though, where I think back on it and I'm like, you know, I think about all of it and how, you know, as with any band, right. There, there was several uh, lineup changes and things like that. And I think about like some of the old ones and I'm like, you know, I think about how things went down. I'm like, ah, like a lot of them I haven't talked to like Dan and Eddie, I still haven't talked to in years, you know, like probably since, and even no. even Kevin, he's on my Facebook, but we don't really talk. Like I, I might like a post that he makes or something, but right. like I guess right. he's engaged now. That's really cool. I mean, yeah, I'm not in constant contact. I mean, I talk to you the most. Yeah, uh, as you know, from anybody from that time. So it's like, you know, and it's fine. It, it's not. It's not like, you know, my 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 fear and anxiety comes from, you know, them thinking poorly about that time or you know blaming me for stuff if there's anything that like would give me closure it's just like being like hey man i'm I'm not i'm not really that guy anymore and i'm sorry that i you know if i did anything that like was fucked up yeah but i think that just comes with time maturity you know i think we uh we've all grown since then you know into who who we are but i'll i'll say that i mean every i mean i was thinking about this right before i came on uh, you've been in my life, what, somewhat of like 15 plus, no, probably 20 something years. Yeah. 1998. That was, that was when we met 1998. Mm-hmm. So do the math it's on a that. Great year. Yeah. Uh, was the it? Yankees won the, won the World yeah, Series. That year. Yeah. 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 That was, right. that was the year they won. Uh, they went, uh, it was like 127 wins or something like that. That's right. Yeah. And that's, you how know what? that's how I remember 1998. That's my mile marker. marker. Right. Remembering and the was... starting lineup for the, nine, the 98 <laughs> Yankees. Yep. Chuck Knobloch, Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, Paul O'Neill, um, Tino Martinez, Chili Davis. Uh, their left fielder would switch a lot. So sometimes it would be um, Chad Curtis. Sometimes mm-hmm. it would be uh, Ricky Lede. Sometimes it would be Shane Spencer, who I went and saw what, uh, throw, uh, hit a grand slam with my dad that year. Yep. And last then, game of the uh, season against the Rays. That dude, it was the best. And then um, Joe Girardi and Jorge Posada would switch on catcher. And then who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. Third base, Scott Brocious, who won MVP of the World Series that year. Because he hit a lot of home runs against the Padres. Cheers. <laughs> 98. Great yeah. year. Yeah. And see, I remember that for a bunch of reasons. That was where I got introduced to the New York Yankees. And because I watched that game that you went to on MSG, waiting to see you in the crowd. I You did not see me. I did not. I, but I, that, I watched that game a lot. I was not there. Yeah. But I, I was there. And yeah. Al, 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 not Al Franken, Al Troutwig did hit. <laughs> He was the announcer for that game. Yeah, he was on MSG. Yep, and that was that was before the Yes Network and and all of that. They were on Mm -hmm. MSG, and but yeah, that was the start of me 
liking the New York Yankees, and I literally, what, two days ago, three days ago, went to a Yankees game, and it's it's just. Dude, how was it? I haven't been to a baseball game in so long. This was the first time I've gone in a long time, and it was great. I mean, you had, you know, Glaber Torres hit a home run, LeMahieu hit a home run, like. You know, it was just it was just cool Isn't to be there. Spring training, or there it's still spring cool. training. Yeah, so they played oh, the okay. Orioles, um, which was cool because they played uh, two of the new guys they just got, you know, from from trades and stuff. So it was nice to see. Um, we we hit, we were right on the third baseline, probably ten rows back from the dugout. Um, so like That's I could awesome. literally hear guys in the dugout talking. It was, it was cool, right? And that's the best part about being down here. Like when I moved to this side of Florida, I was like, man, I'm right in spring training alley. Like I can go to spring training games. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. And I've gone to the trap many times. That's the best place to see the Yankees. Like, you know, I'm not right. Um, actually I took, was that, you could be a Yankee fan. Yeah. Down, because you could still be Florida is still New York. Yeah. It's just New York. So South. It, it's just New York South. It's warm New York. Cause all those people are from, from where we're from. It's yeah. not a, a, you can tell a, 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 lo, a, a lifer from Florida. Mm-hmm. First of all, the skin leathery <laughs> and um, <laughs> there's a, there's a certain hue that they hit from being in the sun that long. Yeah. You have to be there from birth. And the, right. the, my theory, and yeah, we talked that. about this. Go ahead. You know, I, I'll say my theory. My theory is that the reason why why lifelong born Floridians are so crazy is because the the human brain can't handle that much humidity, and so their brain is being poached within their head <laughs> from the moment they're born, even beforehand. And so that's what happens. And when you hear all these stories of Florida man. And all this stuff that you hear, those are people who have been born into this. It's not the people who have transplanted and being like, oh, this is great. But they're from cold ass New York and New Jersey like we are. And so we're fine. Nothing, nothing's ever wrong with people like us. We're totally well adjusted. But <laughs> the Florida people are just poached eggs walking around. And that's why they do the things that they do. And and that's... and. <laughs> And if you can't tell from how they act, you can just look at the skin or food. <laughs> and then, right. that's how you tell. No, you and <laughs> you are still very pasty, I which am. is why you can tell that you're not from there. That's right. And that's, that's, right. that's the whole thing. Yeah. But bang, the, the overarching point is that everybody there is from New York in my mind. And so you can still be a Yankee fan. Yeah. We went to, I took, I take Ray to a bunch of them. Or I have taken Ray to a bunch of them. We went to, actually, we went to the last game of the season. Yankees Rays a couple years ago, first year down here. And um, that game, Alex Rodriguez hit a grand slam, like very similar to, to your first game, actually, now that I think about it. They both use steroids too, so that's big. <laughs> yeah. it, was really, it, it was the last game of the year. It was the devil – sorry, the Rays. Back then it was the devil Rays. I'm so like my, – my brain did not move on. No, yeah. still, It's the Tampa Bay devil Rays in my mind. And so last game of the year. Grand Slam by a avid steroid user who got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, James yeah. Spencer. Cheers. <laughs> same story. Yeah, um, but yeah, same thing. I mean, you would have thought that we were in the Bronx. That's how loud this crowd cheered for yeah. the New York Yankees. It was actually it was the year of uh, 09 because it was the year they won the World Series. So, right. So the last year Jeter, they won the World Jeter, Series. Jeter's last year, I think. No, no, he, they, he was, they won without Jeter. Or, or no, wait. 
No. I don't remember. I can't remember either. Can't his remember. last at bat, he hit it like a double or something. It was awesome. Yes. Or he was, drove it a run. It was a. It was a. It was an opposite single to the other way. Walk off against the Orioles. That's that. Oh my god. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. So that wasn't a World Cause... Series year, but that was that was a. Do you ever go back and just watch old highlights? Yeah, all the time. Me all too. Time. Yeah. It's the coolest thing to do. Yeah. I I I'll go back. I'll go, oh, this is when it was awesome. Yeah. As if it's not. Like, sports are great anyway. But like. I look back, I'm like, uh, Aaron Boone. Like, oh, we didn't yeah. even win that year, but that was nope. so sick. It was, yeah, it was perfect. I, the one, there's a Instagram page I follow. It's like NYY history or something like that. And they always post oh, clips. And I'm going uh, to follow that right now. Yeah. I'm going to do it and on, on the pod. Do it. So do it they'll right post now. it all the time. And I'll like, I'll message the dude. And he's got like a couple hundred thousand followers. So the fact that he responds is great. And I'm like, dude, remember this? So he posted one not too long ago. It was the 2000 World Series, the, the Subway Series. And I remember, oh, he was, he posted about Jose Vizcaino. That's who he posted. Wow. About. Yes. And Good one. yes. And he was talking about the 2000 series. And I remember sitting in your living room watching that game and we were like we were tallying up the scorecard as it all went and everything dude what a fucking time that was a good time. i remember that yeah we did that we i remember um i think the first for some reason this is coming to my head the first single of the game was like an infield single the other way or something like that like it was totally like we were like losing our minds i everything that i am is because of our our childhood friendship. Like so many like cornerstones were were built at 71 Hoagland Road. Dude, me too. Like truly. Yeah. Truly. It's it's just, you know, I think That's about awesome. all the different things we've done uh and you know, even when we went when I went to Foreclosure Fest and like it was so surreal seeing the house after I hadn't been there in however long it was and just like it was like seeing like the uh, the the artifacts of my childhood there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, the pool was, was not how I remembered it and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was surreal. You know what I mean? Like I tell, I tell different stories about that house all the time. Like I told a story, the kids were just visiting and I had told one story where I had jumped in the pool because your pool was the first one where I felt comfortable going in the deep end. That's true. That is very true. You were deathly afraid of swimming. Yes. That's right. Oh yep. my god. Bro. And Boy, and I remember jumping in the deep end and I was like loving it whatever. I went in. It was like it was one of your one of your dad's parties. It was probably like a 4th of July or something like that. I went to the bottom of the pool and I I shot straight up. And I was like whatever and your dad had floated over me on a float on a raft. That's <laughs> what <laughs> And I'm like, and I come up and he like, I hit the the raft, the goggles I was wearing got bumped down and I was just inundated with water. I thought I was dying. Dude, I do recall. That is so fucking funny. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. You were fucking scared. I, we had to harass you to like jump off the diving board. And then when you started getting comfortable with it, we were like stoked because you were like, look at him go. He's got it. Yeah, that was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. And remember, like before the barn was there, you guys had the uh, the camper set up, and we would just like that's where we'd sleep. Yeah, that's where we slept. So that way, we'd go from the pool right to the camper, and then wake up and go right back in. That's it, bro. And then like, 
What's that? It was fucking shit. Was dope. Yeah, it was awesome back then. Man, there were so uh, many. All, the, the only thing I would change is if I could learn some coping skills then, and then <laughs> bring that with me now, and then that would be great. That, right, that's the right. only thing I missed. If I could just do that, it's the only thing I would change. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I mean, but I think that almost we always talked about it growing up. Like we lived in the bubble, like nothing bad happened in the bubble and we were just kind of secluded from the world. And then when the real world started coming through, it was like too much, really like our little two traffic light town was like nice to grow up in, you know, but we had no idea what was going on in the world, like, or how people acted. Like I think about like our first concert experience, right? We went from Dover, we took a train to New York City, and then we walked how many blocks to get to the, what was it, the Roseland Ballroom? Roseland Ballroom. Like, we should have never done that. <laughs> like, that is so, we should have been mugged. Like, somebody, and we did it multiple times. Nah, dude. Yeah, but, but like, dude, for some reason, then we had balls. Uh-huh. Like, like now I have no balls now. They're gone. Uh-huh. I yeah. live in fear like, every day. But, like. For some reason, then we had we had giant balls, even though we grew up in this place that it's not just even Blairstown was not a stereotypically small town. Like like everyone has this. Oh, I grew up in a small town. I'm not saying that we're totally different from people, but we are. But but yeah. So the point being is that like there was something about that place. That was it was it was so enclosed, it was so self-contained, mm-hmm. and I, I would like now I would love to talk to. Well, I'd love to talk to you. I'm gonna keep talking <laughs> to you, but I would love to talk to like people that we went to high school with and be like, "Yo, how did you? How are you doing? Like, be honest with me and be like, did you adjust to anything outside of this properly, or was it just us?" Mm-hmm. Like I, I I don't I don't know, because because part of me like right right before I was ready to like started to leave, right before I left New Jersey completely, I was like holding on, even though for years I I spent no time there. I was I was I was on the road. I was gone. You were already gone for mm-hmm. many many years, mm-hmm. and like I was already adjusted to living life anywhere but there. But like right before I left, I got like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Like I, even now, sometimes I get like romantically, you know, weepy about about you know New Jersey in general. But sometimes like Blairstown, and I just get I just get sad and I miss it. I'm like, why? And there's no reason to. I can mm-hmm. like we can live anywhere. It's fine. But like, I want to know if 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 it was that if like there's something <laughs> in the air in that place or what it was or if anybody else had a hard time adjusting to yeah. being anywhere but there, you got out early. Yeah, so. but even I mean, even that transition from even up to Connecticut, like I wanted to say that that was like a an appetizer into it, but it really wasn't because even that was self contained on a college campus. But when I came down to Florida, like I mean, I went right back. You know, when when my family moved, I came right back to do survey says, and only kind of by force did I stay down here because I originally planned to go back up, you know? And so I was forced to like work down here and whatever. 
And I got to tell you, man, there were growing pains. Like there was, there was definitely a learning curve to living down here that I was not ready for. I remember trying to start a band down here and I met a dude on Craigslist. I know that sounds really bad, but it wasn't as sketchy as it sounds. Oh, every good story. Yeah. (laughs) So we're talking and we're talking about pop punk and stuff and his definition of pop punk and my definition of pop punk were two different things, but that's fine. So he's like, Hey man, I play in a band right now. Come check us out. And I said, okay. So it was down in Orlando at some seedy dive bar, like no bigger than this bedroom I'm in right now. Is it and, Uncle Lou's? No, it was a oh. place called. Cause that place is this big. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was about that size. I can't even remember. It was off of Amelia street in Orlando. Literally like it was, it was sketchy. It was very sketchy. And then we hang out and, uh, He's like, hey, like, you know, come back to my mom's house. We'll chill, whatever. So I do. Really weird. And I remember texting Sue and being like, hey, I'm going to this dude that I just met's house. I may, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, right? Ended up passing out on his couch. Wake up the next morning and we're on the back porch just talking about music and stuff. And like, but then he and his buddies that were there who were in the band with him just start talking about all the different drugs they've done. And I'm like, where am I? Like I, I did not grow up around that. You know what I mean? Like we were the straightest well, of the straight edge. We could have. Yeah. As it turns out. I mean, like, it's not like that wasn't there. There's just, we made, we made a pretty conscious decision at, at that time in our life to just not fuck around. I mean, we, we, we hung out every day, but like, we just, ne- it just never got there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I was definitely naive because for the longest time I didn't realize, I mean, we knew that there, they were there, but I didn't realize how much it was there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you and I would talk about like, Oh, who's the stoner or whatever, but that was it. I didn't realize that like, Oh no, probably like 90% of the school. And like, I had no idea. While I was still up there, there was people in high school that got like, that we went to high school with that got like, some giant drug bust happened right before i moved out and i was i don't remember who was there but like it was some crazy thing like and not just like people smoking weed it was you know like that was all that? happening that was all happening yeah i yeah. mean i mean you know aj aj od'd and died oh i didn't know that i i mean i think he died in a it was a car accident right it was a car accident but like you know and it was the um the twin kids i think oh I can't yeah remember the names pete and pat something like that i I can't i can't remember right now but like you know i mean that was i mean as 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 i understand it like at his funeral like people told me that like he was just starting to like not you know to get away from it he was one of my he was one of our best friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was around there all the time but like he struggled with the stuff but like but again you know they they knew that like we weren't really down but nobody really judged us for it it was it wasn't like we were meant to be squares like you know um certain people i hung out with when they weren't hanging out like around me i mean kevin you know kevin was doing shit while we were hanging out with him uh i don't think eddie ever did but like he yeah. just was around then, then he, had, he would, he would uh, tell self- us but yeah you know what i mean and yeah. who knows right so, right they just they didn't do it around us they didn't make it weird or anything but no you know but us you and i you know that never you know you had jmo like you know that group it never really crossed that way. But then when I was exposed to it and I'm sure, you know, when you were in the band traveling around, you got exposed to it and oh, yeah. it's just like, it, I, I was shocked, you know, like I was like, 
and still to this day, I mean, you know, obviously I, I went a certain path to stay straight edge, but it's just. It, you, drink, it, you drink now though, right? Yeah. 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 yeah but I'm it's right now. <laughs> hey, and that, you know, you, you posted, you know, that you're playing at breweries and you're drinking the beers at the breweries. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like that's, that's not the Henry that I grew up with. It's just crazy. Oh, I love beer. Yeah. So, so uh, do I, I just, I, I, I just I, brewed my own, man. I saw, is it good? It's good. That's awesome. That's like, that's my new career goal. A hundred percent honest. Like I want to own a brewery. That's where I'm at right now. Go for it, dude. There's yeah. so many that are awesome down here. Yeah. Where you're, you're at where you're in Charleston. I'm in I'm in Columbia, Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. And like the Carolinas have have just a shitload of awesome craft breweries. And like that's uh I don't know. I just A I got I got okay with I got okay with being able to control um it because I mean you and I both come from families of of people who are not good at handling it, which I right. think is which I think is why we stayed away from it to begin with. But like right. I didn't really start drinking until I was 28. So mm-hmm. at that point, I uh, am I ever, you know, I should have the maturity at that point. To, right. To, to handle it. yourself. Yeah. And I don't do, and drug wise, I don't do anything other than the occasional weed item. And then that's about it. And I don't even like, I don't like smoking anything. I like eating. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, I, I'm still not, I'm still, I'm still like, against, you know, I mean, People are going to do what they're going to do. Right. Um, right. It is what it is. And that's um, but- kind of where I am too. Like, you know, my nieces, they have their card and they do what they need to do. And I, I mean, it's whatever, not for me, you know, and that's, that's that. Um, well, this is a, this is a law. Is this a law enforcement podcast? Technically, technically. Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't speak for the audience, but you know, it's just, uh, yo, your shit gets around, dude. Yeah. It's all, well, I made, I made friends with, uh, I worked at, I worked for quick check for the last couple of years that I was up in Jersey. Yeah. And one of the guys who trained me, uh, moved on to become a state trooper. And so we're still, we're still friends and we still talk and shit. He'll share your stuff, and I'll be like, "Dude, that's awesome! <laughs> that's crazy!" And I got a couple other. There's a couple other like random band people I know that yeah. ended up becoming cops. Yeah, and, like, like uh, they, Brian from uh, Kelsey and the Chaos. He's a cop up there now. Yes, and um, do you remember a band called Kim's Comeback? Sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, I don't remember them, but they, but that another guy from that band uh, ended up uh, you know becoming a cop. There's a couple others too, and so like uh, they'll they'll share they'll share your shit. Cause your memes are actually funny. Thank you. Like, like, I, like I'm actually like, damn dude, like, this is a legit fucking page. And I'm not saying this be like, I'm surprised because like you're, you're a creative guy. You've always been, you've always been good with shit. Like it's not shocking to me that you would have the wherewithal to create like a brand mm-hmm. within that space that actually is dope. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not, you know, I'm speaking as somebody who is, who is an anti-cop necessarily. I'm not. At all, actually, I, I, it bothers me how some people are very flip about that. But I, I play in a punk band, right. so it's so you're around these kind of folks all the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And that's part of, unfortunately, because part of the culture, right? And so I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> but, you know. But so, but but I will say, 
I will say there's there's certain rhetoric that like you know I'm just like okay that's way too far. But like you guys like you're you got do you work with a team or is it just you? Just me. That is fucking great. <laughs> so so like your your shit like I'm like oh that's actually well thought out. Like it's not it's not like overly. Um, I don't. I can't. I don't have the poetry of language right now to describe what I'm describing. But like, <laughs> there there is some stuff that I'm like, this. It's just bad. Like, whether whatever side you're on, it's just bad content. It's just yeah, like yeah. Jokes that just miss, and they're not yeah. even really jokes. They're just like, it's just. It's just it, there's a weird there's some sort of level of just yes, and it's just way too one. Let's call it one sided. Yeah, yeah, short sided. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, if, if anything, that's something that I try to address and like try to make it more level. And uh, one episode we did or I did uh, a few probably a few months ago now was punk rock cops where guys that were in punk bands, they grew up loving punk music are now cops. And we talked about that. that. Yeah. And actually, speaking of which, in two weeks, I'm going to see Henry Rollins. So you want to talk about someone who's punk rock and not a big cop supporter? Um, I mean, but I'm stoked for it. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between being like, I I think being anti-cop as in the person who wears the hat and goes and does the job. And it's just kind of doing a job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a difference between that and like sort of, and, and having some kind of questioning of authority as an abstract idea. Right. I'm not trying to harass people who are just doing their fucking job. Like that's not, that's not anything I'm ever interested in doing. And I don't think that really solves any of the problems that they think are plaguing the world or anything. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not, you're not proving a point by, by pissing off some guy who's just posted on a beat because he's got a, he, he has to be the one who covers the quick trip that morning, that mm-hmm. morning or that evening. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not, that's not going to solve the, the overall, any overall problem that you think exists. It's not, that's not it. That's mm-hmm. not where to go. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to fuck with anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And I think that's, that's kind of like an overarching feeling, even with law enforcement is like people within the, the profession is like, you know, people a few years ago when everything got all crazy, um, there were the cops out here that, that were doing jobs were just like, you know, we're, we're trying to work, man. We're trying to feed our families. Like we, we didn't do this horrendous activity or whatever that's making the news that day. And that's where, you know, when, when the whole all cops are bad or all cops are bastards, or whatever, that's where it kind of got all hinky was that it's like, dude, I'm, I'm literally just trying to put food on the table. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just the, the career path I took. Um, but yeah, and it, it, the basically the punk rock episode kind of came into that. It was like you know, the one guy Dave, he's a uh, cop up in Indiana, and he's been in many punk bands and everything. Um, he basically said that he he grew up like kind of in a in a cop family like you and I, and mm-hmm. um, grew up not really resisting the police, but not really wanting to take that path right away. And it, I don't know, I just feel like there's more humanity to it than uh, is sometimes let on or sometimes, oh, for sure. you know, cause when you see that police car going down your block, that's really all you see. You know, you don't really get to know them more than that. 
And that's what I try sure. to, with this brand, try to make it a little bit more um, apparent that, you know, there's, there's a dude, there's a dorky dude inside that car that, you know, enjoys music and clerks and like, you know, shit like that. You know what I mean? Like try yeah. to give more, more than that. Right. Which uh, do, do you look at the stuff that happens and are you like, do you feel do you ever get frustrated and you're like, oh man, you're, you're like, do you, you guys, do you ever like look at something that happens and think that, man, that this makes me look, this makes not me, but maybe just the whole profession look bad. Like, oh yeah. Just- yeah, for sure. And it's like, like you think about, yeah. I mean, there's, there's videos where, you know, the ones that don't even go viral that I see. And I'm sure. just like, this is, this is terrible. This is not good. And that's, you know, when I, on this platform start preaching about different types of trainings and different type of um, things that people can do better. People in the job can do better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why. Cause like no one wants to be the next viral sensation for a bad thing. You know what I mean? And, right. And that's, you know, you, you look at, I, I try not to look at the the headlines like that because you know, the news I think is just a divisive tool to divide us at times. Sure. And so I try not to, but you know, when it's something like, I agree, by the way. Yeah. It, I think when it's something like George Floyd, where it's, you know, international news and you can't avoid it, then I'm kind of forced to have an opinion on it. But on the, you know, I try to avoid the echo chamber of just listening to cops preach cop things. You know what I mean? Like sure. that, that solves nothing. I'd rather talk to somebody with an opposing view and they'd be like, well, th- as long as they're, open to the dialogue is if they're, if they're just preaching, I don't like that. I want to have an actual conversation and be like, how do we fix this? You know? And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So to answer your question, I think, yes, I look at things that happen in the news or things that just happen. And yeah, I feel embarrassed when I see things and it's like, you know, we, we need to be better and we definitely can be better. Um, And that's this, this is the kind of profession where, you need to keep adjusting and keep like revisiting your why, like, why did I do this? And you can't just be like, well, I did the police Academy and that's good enough for me. Like, no, there's gotta be so much more than that. Right. Especially, you know, people doing the career for 25 or 30 years. Like think of, think of where you were 30 years ago and think of how much the world has changed. Like you can't, you can't live in that time frame 30 years ago. Like it just, it just, sure. it's impossible. So, right. I'm in a different, I don't know if you knew this. I think I told you this, but I'm, I'm not in the job anymore. I, I moved to dispatch, um, had a bunch of stuff happen. So I kind of took a, took a change in direction, but I'm still working daily at a police department, just not right. on the road. Right. Um, and I would say that now that I'm looking from the outside in, I see things differently. Even like, even though six months ago I was right knee deep in it. I mm-hmm. see things so much differently even now. Is that something that you chose to do for you or was it just Yeah. Like- it was it was um it was like a mental health thing. I was uh my brain wasn't in it anymore and I was like, you know what? Sure. I uh I need to make a change and luckily the administration where I worked was uh very understanding of that and they're like, "All right, well, we just spent all this money to vet you." Uh, we're not going to can you let's, let's put you somewhere else. And it's been, right. it's been a good fit. Good. Yeah. It's um, you know, you, you talked about therapy. I just got back into therapy 
probably about a month ago now. And it's, I've been for the past couple of years, I've been kind of like in and out of it, trying to find the right guy or girl or whoever to talk to. And I've had two it's hard. Yeah. Before I moved, I had one through work who was okay, but literally it was just someone to talk to. I, I went twice, right. whatever. Yep. And then the next guy I sat down with was probably for six plus months. He was okay, but he didn't really challenge me to do anything. Like it was, again, mm-hmm. it was just like, I'm going to talk and he would give me some feedback, but that was it. This guy that I just started talking to about a month ago, he's a f- retired cop, but so he got injured on the, on the job, he had to retire. And then he went to school and got his uh, master's in psychology or whatever it is. And you know, he, it's great because he has that mindset, you know, of, of all these different things, plus the knowledge to back it up. Right. And, uh, he's challenged me and he's like, Hey, you know, and just different theories and stuff that he's given me. And, you know, you talk about like reliving things or like when you start thinking about old things and like really unboxing things that you kind of shoved away in the box and forgot about for a while. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's helped a lot for sure. Good. Yeah, that the first time I did it, it was really just like kind of a how does that make you feel kind of thing. <laughs> and and that that's helpful to a point, but the this time and also because I never done it, I also feel like I wasn't as open or as honest as I could have been. The, part of it is on you. Like you mm-hmm. have to give mm-hmm. them sometimes you gotta give them some some shit to work with. And the first time I did it, I, I was kind of I kind of held back. And I was like too afraid to confront things. This time I was like, hey, uh, I'm rock bottom. Please help. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just, uh, we need, we need, we need answers and we need them yesterday. Yeah. So I just, I've been laying it all out. I've been very, very upfront, very honest and digging up some stuff. Um, you got to address things, bro. Yeah, I'm so glad you are. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't believe. I can't believe how fucked up some shit's been. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I um, you know, I the first time I did it, um, I did it because I realized I had really bad coping mechanisms for for work stress. You know, like I wasn't talking about things, and it was manifesting into destructive behavior, and mm. then. So it, it, but that time I was just like, it was just like releasing some of the pressure, you know, from like the tea kettle, just a little bit, just enough. And then, but this last, just now, I I would say pretty close to rock bottom if I wasn't there. Like I, I was, I was a pretty big mess. I mean, over the summer, right. Um, my buddy Jason died, Sue died and another buddy killed himself. Three people in six months, less than, um, between all that, you know, it just, it sent me, I was like kind of teetering for a long time. And then I would go all the way under and then I would like fight my way back up and then I'd be teetering. And then I went under. And the last time I really took a deep dive, it even got to the point where like I scared myself and I was like, all right, like, like I, I got myself out of it, but I was like, I don't know if I can get out of it again. Like, I don't know if this next deep dive is going to be too much. So it was it was necessary and it's it's been good so far. Good. Yeah. I I I we don't have to be on this for too long if you don't want to be, but I quite literally 
I cannot, I can't believe, I, I cannot to this day believe that Sue is dead. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't, like, I, I found out, I, I accept the information, I, it, it, it makes, I cannot believe that. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, because it was, it was like a light switch, you know, like, we, so, Here's here's how it was from from my point of view. So good, I have therapy tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but uh, here's how it was from my point of view. So in June 23rd, right, uh, my buddy got shot at work. Yeah, and then immediately after that, I was off work for like two weeks. And Sue was biggest support. I mean, Farrah was there; she was a great support. But Sue was Sue, and the uh, let me think we went I'm trying to remember i want to say it was like june 30th somewhere around that time sue me farah a whole bunch of us went out to dinner yeah took a took a picture it was great and it was very important to sue that we went that day and uh and i was aiming up to go back to work that weekend and 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 that was like my um that was like my test. Like, how was I mentally? Was I still like freaking out or whatever? Right. So, and I was good. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm good to go to work that weekend. So that weekend was 4th of July weekend. Um, I worked. So it was Friday was the third Saturday was the fourth. No, the fourth was Sunday. Monday was the fifth. And 4th of July happened. I had, I was texting Sue, but we were so slammed at work and uh, she, they had a party at the house. And it was so Sue had this thing with me that when I came home from work every night, I had to text her just to let her know that I got home. And uh, I was so tired from work that I just like came. I didn't, but I came home and I just like sat on the I didn't even have a couch. Well, I did, but I was sitting on my I had like a like those chairs that you would have for like a baseball game, like, you know, like the camping chairs or whatever. Yeah. And I sat in front on that. It was in front of my TV. And I think I, I fired up the PlayStation or whatever just to decompress. And it was like four o'clock in the morning when I got off work and, uh, and Ray Ray called me and that's, he told me that she had an asthma attack or whatever, but it was like, you know, I, I had just gotten not even over my one thing. And then this happened and it was just to this day, I'm like, waiting for her to text me. You know what I mean? Like it just, it feels mm-hmm. surreal. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, I, I know the data I've accepted the data. I understand the facts still doesn't seem right. still doesn't feel, seem mm-hmm. it's just, it's crazy. And you know, yeah, she's, it's crazy. She's actually got a picture of her. Here. There she is. <laughs> yep. I got, I got her right there. She's right there. Just, I loved her very much. Yeah, she just. It, I hated that I couldn't. I couldn't be there. I hated it, but I also felt like, like my brain just wouldn't. I I just was like that. It's fake. Mm-hmm. That's fake. There's no way. Yeah. And like when it was happening, I was like, "There's no way. This is not. No. Yeah. And it's I coming coming off of everything over here. You know what I mean? Like just like. I, I still, I follow the like. I've watched the saga, <laughs> kind of far away, like from far away, and I still care. 
mm-hmm. I, I've carried I've carried every step of the way, and I know you guys do too. Because every time every time we link up, either me and you or the Zivas, everybody together, I'm just like, I I'm astounded by because looking back on it, I hated that you guys moved. I was worried that you guys moved. I was like, what is going to happen to these people? Like mm-hmm. they just there's so many of them, mm-hmm. and how is this going to work? And like, I'm not, obviously I don't, I'm not aware of every single moment and I'm sure that there's been shit in between, but like coming at least from the, the glimpses of, of who all the kids are now and from where you guys were, I was like, damn dude, they fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I was like, they Sue and Ray got their shit together and they made it fucking happen. These kids are great. Like, I love that. I, I, I hope Leanne's doing good. She seems normal. Ray is an awesome guy. I, I want to hang out with Ray. <laughs> like, that's so sick. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I follow Sam on, on Instagram. She she seems cool. She seems good. Like, it's it's awesome. Yeah. I know there's like 40. I know there's like 40 more, yeah, yeah. I got to gotta show you some of John's, like, skateboarding and guitar shit, man. He's fucking wild. John loves the band. John is a cool kid. Yeah. Like by all accounts, he he wants to like play guitar and do it. I'm like, that's that's awesome. Like I'm 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 so proud. It makes it made me makes me so happy every time. It made me so happy to see you guys every time and just being like, wow, they're people and they're great people. <laughs> and I'm not that I had any doubt that that would be the case, but but of course I was just like, you know, damn, like what's gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but to, to be to to see what it was, what how, how it all played out. <clears throat> I think I think how it kind of feels because I feel the same way. You know, when you post and you know, it's still like I was talking to Farah and they said, "Oh, well, Henry and his wife." And I was like, "It's so weird to say that." And yeah. um, yeah. But I think it's just it at this point it just kind of comes down. It's like extended family. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's 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 what it is, and it's just. It's crazy, you know, and I think you're what Samantha's godfather. You're one of their godfathers, I think. Am I? I think so. It's a lot of pressure. I think so. Yeah, I gotta. Right. I, I think you're Samantha's, but um, we should ask. We should ask Ray. Maybe he. Maybe he remembers. Sue would know. Yeah, Sue but, would definitely know. But I think. Yeah. I think Sammy knows. Actually, I think if I asked her, she would say it was one of the first like four. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was. Uh, and I know was, your dad yeah. was one of them. I think. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean, that's, that's how it was. I mean, we all grew up together and, mm-hmm. you know, if I wasn't at your house, you were at mine and then that's kind of how it was. Yeah, dude. It's just, it's crazy to see how far we've all come. You know what I mean? Like, like you were saying right when we started, like doing, doing family shit and doing house shit and growing up shit, you know, like, yeah, but, but, but look at this though, because I'm glad. I'm glad you're. A, I'm glad you found a career that you like. I'm glad that you're a cop, and I'm glad that you you chose the paths that you did. But to and, and that's. I don't want to discredit any of that. Uh, law enforcement listeners, don't don't take what I say as insulting. I promise. Don't <laughs> do not. This is me talking to my best friend for twenty twenty five, whatever the fuck you know. So, <laughs> So, but but I will say that you becoming a cop wasn't something I thought would happen. But although it makes sense because because your dad was, and mm-hmm, so like yeah. that makes all the sense in the world. So that now, as I say it out loud, 
It kind of makes way more sense than I thought. But <laughs> this that we're doing and the pay, like that to me is so much more you. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is you. Like that, like you're part of your destiny was to become a cop, but this is is so you. And it's so this makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Because you you are a creative person and you are you know you're an inventive per- you 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 like to you like to do things and you do them. Like you are you are you are a creative and you can you you manage to do that without doing the fucking thing that I do which is you know, <laughs> all the time. Which good for you. <laughs> I'm not the yeah, the whole other combo. But like <laughs> Thank God. But you are a creative. Like, first, like, from where you started. And not to say that, like, cops can't be. But, like, that was never, like, the combo. Yeah, yeah. The the many years we were together, like, it wasn't, like, something that I thought you would do. Right. Like, turn it. But you used that and then turned it into this. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy. guy." (laughs) Right. And that's, that's what I'm just, I was like. I'm stoked on this. I think uh, you're you're spot on. I think that when I started the podcast, well, when I started the page, it like it filled a void that I didn't have for a long time, or that I that wasn't filled for a long time. Like that creative, receptive void. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even even back in the band before the band days, like play days. You know, like when I was in in the plays and the musicals, like that was. You're a performer, dude. You're like me. You're a performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when I when I made the first podcast, or actually the first uh, preview for the podcast, and I showed people, and they started giving me their reception. I was like, that's what I've been missing. That you know, and and that's. You're right. And then I kind of, I get obsessive about it to the point like, all right, do they like this one? Do they like this one? But, yeah, well, you know, but I'm that. getting better at that. That's just one of those things. But um, yeah, it, it definitely feels right, you know, and I've, I've kind of found my groove in this, you know, so it, it's been, it's been nice. It's definitely been nice. And it makes me very happy. Yeah. I, I appreciate I'm it. I'm not there every day all the time, but like, you know, um, you know, from j- just being in, in my seat from, from where I am now, like I still refer to you as my best friend. Like if people go, mm-hmm. if people go like, Oh, that's my best friend. Charlie, I'll be like, oh, that's my best friend. Charlie was in Florida. Like that's, that's how I refer. Yeah. To yeah. I, sure. I don't see that. Like, you know, we don't, we don't talk every day. Um, we can change that though. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff I got to work through to do that. By the way, don't take it personally. <laughs> no, no. Hey, you're you're getting you're getting better at responding to text messages in the same Yo, day, right, dude? Right, same day. Incredible, <laughs> same day service from the text messaging. That yeah, that that see that, and you're not the only one who's noticed. So it's like don't 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 feel special. I don't answer anybody. <laughs> um, so it, yeah, um, a lot of it a lot of it is me. To be honest, I'm I'm very much just I, I just get reclusive. I just do. Um, yeah, no, there's, and I get the same way. I get you know I've I've gotten better at it, but there's just days where I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna shut down and just it's just gonna be me and the video games or the Netflix for for the day or two or three. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, it's 
I've got, like I said, I've gotten better at it, but you know, I, I think about, you know, since I've moved, uh, I think of like people from the other coast that, oh man, I haven't reached out to them in a few days. And then it goes a few more days and a few more days. And it's, I think it's just, it, I feel bad. Cause it's not that it's not a priority. It's just like, I don't know. The day slips away from me. I don't know what to, you yeah. know, and I feel bad. And then it gets to the point where like, I do message them and then it becomes a thing, you know, where they're like, Oh, look who finally decided to message me. And it's like, well, now I don't want to message you yeah, again. Like, right. Right. You and, know, some people take it out on me too. Yeah. And I'm like, on, on some level, I understand it's frustrating. I know I make it hard on people, but on the other hand, if you knew me well enough, you should have known that it's going to take me like three or four days. Right. To and you know, people get on me cause they're like, well, I know you're on your phone anyway, doing that damn meme page. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. But <laughs> those are two separate apps. Like, you not, know what I mean? It's not the same. It's not the same. And, the same and I tell people like, there's a big difference between curating a meme page and having a conversation with somebody like yeah. zero brain cells, actual brain cells like you know what i mean like if i'm just making sure that like my posts are generating responses and stuff like that that's nothing that's just a refresh and i'm good to go but to actually like have a conversation i'm i'm great in person you know what i mean like person to person or even through this trust me people well, are, call me call me yeah like do not do not text me like like, like it's it's a waste of time i can't unless it's like a reminder of some kind Hey, pick up this from the store or some shit like that. That that's the only time where a text is fine. But you like, I can't, bro. In AOL, that's the only time that I have the energy to type out full paragraphs of thought and 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 be able to text it. To and you. even that, you were you were in an aimer for very long. I mean, you you were on, no, and then right, then you were you were you were not uh, hip to that. You're right. You're right. I wasn't. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember being in it enough to put up like passive aggressive away messages. Of I course. Was that was what it was there for. I was there to put, I was there to put my thoughts in away messages when I was upset with somebody or sad <laughs> about, you know, maybe, maybe like Devin Kovacic just not like, Oh geez. And yeah, I would that's a name be, right there. Yo, I'll never forget her, bro. I'll <laughs> never forget her. She moved to North Carolina a long time ago, but I'm down here now. I should find out where she is. Um, <laughs> I should not, but that's that. Even then, I'm just like, ah, I'd rather you call me. Just mm-hmm. if, if it's really important, call me. Yeah, just please, like, like even you, just, honestly, I'd rather you just pick up the phone and talk to me for five minutes than, uh, than even pray that I'm going to answer you. Like, <laughs> it's going to take a minute. Right, right. I'd I, rather you interrupt my whole day to talk. That that makes me more happy. I'd rather, I'd rather like speak. Mm-hmm. It's way better for my brain because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing to me. And, and this is not, this is not at all a, a, a genius thought at all, but like texting or, or mess, whatever app you choose, it makes everybody's, everybody's the same. Everybody's the bubbles right here. And it's like, you know, it, it's very rare. My favorite people to text are the people who are able to, you know, put their like personality in what they say. And even I don't do that. Like, I, I still don't. And it's like, well, you know why this is fun? And I, I meant to bring this up earlier. This is just th- – this right here that you're listening to, folks, if you made it in an hour or whatever the fuck we are, we would just set up a microphone in, in Charlie's basement oh, and talk man, into it. Yeah. 
And and th- that is what podcasting is, by the way. Bro, that's we invented we, it. We did. Holy shit. We invented what podcasting is because all we did was set up a microphone and say wild shit mm-hmm. into it and then listen back to it and go, ha, we said that. And I <laughs> I pray that there's uh, I amongst my many hard drives here that all that shit's somewhere. I somewhere, play. man. I got it's so incredible. Oh my god. Yeah. I, we know. We know the favorites, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All of them in squeaky voice because yeah, you can use yeah. sound recorder in different – oh, my God. I don't even get me started. My, w- back to relatable stuff for the audience and not just shit that's insulated between the two. <laughs> so everybody in the bubbles looks the same. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no video, but I'm holding up my phone. So everybody looks the same, so all the conversations are the same. So that's not fun. I don't want to have the same conversation with people. That's another reason why I suck at talking to people at shows because I can't have the great set convo again. I just can't do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. People think I'm an asshole. People think I'm not nice at key flying shows because I'm kind of like, yeah, thanks. I'm like, I'm like a weird, anxious guy at shows now. I became Thomas Kalnaki. <laughs> I, 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 I did. I did. Like back in the day when we went to the shows and like we were kind of like. He hung out with us one time. Yep. Yeah. Like every other, which is weird when you really think about who he is as a person. But like he was the reclusive guy who would say shit to like piss off the crowd. And I was always like, why is he like that? I don't <laughs> get it. I totally understand now because I, I am not that guy. I just can't have small talk. I can't mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. It's boring. It's boring. And so it's not to say that you can't have like, you know, you can have real combos and text, I guess, if you want to. But, like, it's just, like... It's it's hard. Just call me. Yeah. Call and I, I also think that, like, when you're, when you're texting somebody, there's way more, like, rethinking about what you're saying. Like, meanwhile, when you're having a conversation, a, a live conversation with somebody, it just... Things just come out. And like you don't like go oh delete that hold on I didn't mean, I didn't mean it that way you know right. so there's right. much more personality and 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 uh, uh, genuinity I don't know. Gen- 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 that's not it that's not the word I don't gen- gen- no, um no authenticity that's better. that's that's better that's what you mean <laughs> um then you know it, it'll take me ten minutes to write a, a text message but. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. I think each, you know, if I'm, if I'm each, each situation kind of dictates what it should be, but I agree for like, I'm a slow typer. Like I, like I, I just are typist type. type, I'm a, I'm, I'm slow at typing. There you go. And so it's like, Oh, here. Oh, you texted me. Oh, it's my head. (laughs) <laughs> that was the that was the picture I was trying to show you. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's I was trying nice. to show you how the video was supposed to look. Oh. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah, we got that it to rocks. work. Though. Yeah. By the way, it's always funnier to say head when you mean face. <laughs> I just, I just, I like to say the incorrect word just to be funny. Like, oh, check out that guy's head. <laughs> like, that's weird. Yeah. The word is face. Um. Yeah. So. I'm not. I'm not quick on the thumb, man. Mm-hmm. I've gotten, thumb, I've gotten so better. Like I, I've got it. I, I mean, I've, I look at, there's, <laughs> there's an old picture of me when, remember when we played the weekend tour? I think it was, as a matter of fact, hold on. It was the album release show for, well, here it is. 
It was that tour. Bro, we were you, you finish this. I have so much to say. Okay. We were uh we were at a motel in I want to say it was after the Nyack show before we went up to Springfield, Massachusetts. I think that's what it was. And no, it was Pittsfield. Pittsfield, that's what it was. Pittsfield. Which by the way, I there's a cop that follows me from Pittsfield. Put a put that's a awesome. put a pin in that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, there's Damn. a picture of me. We're in the hotel. Somebody was fucking with me. I want to say it was Evan, but it probably, I don't know. But my my phone is in my hand. I think I was texting somebody. Who knows at that point? But And I was like, oh, man, I spend way too much on my phone. Fast forward about 10 years, and I'm still spending way too much on my phone with the damn. You, you, show, you are the first friend I had that had an iPhone. Yep. You're the only friend I had that had an iPhone. Yep. I remember sitting in my house and like, Oh, let's watch YouTube but on your phone. And it, it was back when the, the, the icon was the TV. Mm-hmm. And like, I just remember being like, this is quite, and then we would sit and like, wait five minutes for this fucking video. Right. Remote. And it you wasn't know, full YouTube. My- it wasn't full YouTube videos. It was just right. clips. Mm-hmm. It was basically a- the first vine. Dude, it was so funny. And now they call those YouTube shorts. <laughs> All right, so, so what were what were you? Oh, using? I w- oh, I was just thinking about how like this is how clueless. I look back. I, if I could talk to Tip the Van, uh-huh. now, I I never. Oh, well, who knows? I, I could run into him. Who the fuck knows? But like, if I could talk to them and be like, "Bro, I I am so sorry about the fact that I got you guys to come down to Warwick, New York, a place that is not our home." Like, dude. We had no idea even how to throw a home show because that was not really like our home area at all. Nope. At all. Like it was just kind of close to Blairstown. Right. We just liked the venue. That's the only reason why we booked it. And then I brought tip the van to come play and didn't pay them. And I'm like, looking back on how I had no idea what I was doing. And like, I have, way too much of an idea now <laughs> like i look i'm like oh man how embarrassing well and then yeah go ahead sorry, nope, no, nope. No, no, no no i insist <laughs> i was i was gonna say that because we were spoiled by the sherman theater because they took care of all that so when we were like throwing shows together on our tours we never even thought of that we like, had no idea yeah we had no idea okay you know that's what you're saying idea. things i worked for them for a while yeah after that yeah, that went that went great. <laughs> um, but then see, but it was all important and all it was all important because the next day we met Elio and Lewis, uh-huh. who are still still so important, like amongst even now. Like I don't know if you keep in touch with them at all, but mm-hmm. like still at least within keep flying. Like we run into Lou all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's just it's a crazy thing. Yeah, very important. The um, I remember at the at the Warwick show, um, which by the way, little sub caveat is uh, I actually interviewed a former. It's either Warwick or Orange County. She was a cop there, like, and I was like, "Oh my god, do you know this the Tuscan Cafe?" And she's like, "Yeah, I do." I'm like, "That's fucking crazy." <laughs> um, but anyway, I remember that show. Simone said in the microphone how crazy it was that Survey Says was hosting the show, not in their home, uh, 
venue. I do remember that. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 that's funny. And now I looking back, I'm like, oh, that's not Dude, so funny. <laughs> didn't didn't learn anything about the industry until nope. like two or three years later. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, what a crazy that was a crazy weekend though. I remember that Nyack show. That was such a monumental thing. That's awesome. Because I remember we were the openers because we were we were like on like we we just got on that show like last minute, and mm-hmm. we were doing sound check. And they're like, yeah, just play a few minutes of your, you know, just sound check. And we played all of tomorrow or today. And everyone was like jamming. Like even the crowd was going crazy. Like it was our set and it wasn't our set. And we're like, oh, I think that went better than the set. I probably did. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? Oh, and then I can't remember. I said, put a pin in the whole Pittsfield thing. But anyway, yeah, there's a guy up there who's a cop up there from Pittsfield. Um, Do you remember that show? What's that? You might know Andy from from the guy who booked that show back then. I think he booked like one more show for me after that, like later on, way later. (laughs) Do you, um, do you remember? Oh, the fact that he's a, he's a ska guy. So I was like, oh, maybe you were at that show. And he's like, maybe, I don't know. Um, remember that show we played in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania? I want to say it was Bloomberg, Bloomfield, Bloom. It, uh, we played Bloomsburg a couple times. Okay, was, the um, first time we went, it was like a huge room. It was kind of empty. Yeah, but it was awesome. It was awesome. I can't remember the name of the spot. Me neither. I, we never really got there again. But like that would happen. It was awesome one one time, and then like it it we never really got over there again. Right, and it was. Yeah. I remember that place, that one for our sound check. We did my own worst enemy, and again, it was just going to be <laughs> like. Hey, play a few bars, and we played Why the whole damn that? song. Literally, yeah. never rehearsed it, never did anything. We just, and it, it was. I mean, it, my memory says it was great. I don't know if it actually was, but who knows? Who cares? Yeah, it, it was. It, it was fun. Dude. It was good in the time. Yeah, Every yeah. once in a while, I'll go to the survey says Facebook to like steal pictures, and uh, in during that time, we did the uh, Hey, that's me promotion where we would take yep. pictures of the crowd. And I go through and I'm brilliant like, brilliant idea for the time. Yeah. It, brilliant. I mean, that was, that was uh social media marketing, man. That was like, it was, I mean, was. people go through and they tag themselves. Um, but then I remember we took a picture with the freaking Burger King clerk. Oh, that's right. <laughs> was that when we were out doing radio? We did the two radio shows. No, no. I, day? I remember that. I think that was actually the, the, what'd you say it was Bloomsburg? Um, that was it was Bloomsburg, PA. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that show. After that show, we were getting dinner, and we couldn't drive through the drive-through, so we had to walk through. And we took a picture with her when she dropped our food off. That's right. And then, I remember but that. yes, I do remember the college radio shows. We went to Cutstown, and then we went to Sud- Cedar something. Uh, it was an out, out out of Allentown. Yes. Oh my god, I passed it all the time. Not, not anymore, but I used to. Yeah. It's, it's like right off of, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause the entire pod. Okay. So Cedar Crest, Cedar something. Cedar Cyanide? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> so Cedar Crest, PA? I don't fucking know. Whatever. Who cares? But yeah, we did two radio shows that day. Yeah. One of them was with Jesse. Yep. Uh, who, to this day... I, that's the craziest shit is that like I've met him with you mm-hmm. in uh, 12, uh, 12, 11, maybe more years ago. And he's so, he's essentially a member of keep flying Yeah. now. And it's just like, 
It's just a crazy thing. Right. And he's never, yeah. It's crazy that he's, he's stayed the whole time. Like it's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Just from. Some some people did. Some people didn't, which is fine. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a, it's a wild thing. I'm in a weird spot right now. I'm, I'm like right now I'm, I'm like regretful, not regretful, but I'm just, I, I'm rec. I'm now reconciling a lot of the past mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. what the future means. I'm in a I'm in a weird transitional period with music right now, mm. where like I I have weird feelings about the past. I have weird feelings about the future, and um, it's a it's a weird time to talk about it for me mm-hmm. because I feel like it's not nothing. I I'm trying so hard to be positive about a lot of it, but like right, but it's it's hard to be at least right now. Not all of it was bad. It's not like it was like a, a, a horror show completely all the time. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's a weird it's a weird time to talk about it with me. Yeah. Very uh, I think I think, you know, you said like you're getting uh like coming to terms with certain things and then it's just transitional, you know, as you're processing it all. It's been it's been um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Chuck does that all the time. <laughs> nice. Um, it's just it's just been a weird time uh, for me. Um, in the band, like de- dealing with how to be the band now that we've we've kind of all moved and just in a in a post um, a post COVID world mm-hmm. and a um, a current TikTok world and just the. I don't I'm gonna blame it just on TikTok, but just like the the way that the way that people get music mm-hmm. and the way that they mm-hmm. accept it and the way that they it's 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 difficult for us to adapt and make that make sense for what we are. And so it's 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 a it's a struggle right now. It's we have to we kinda have to recalibrate a little bit like what our identity is and what it is we wanna do. And and, and I've been writing a record which I've been for 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 best results. I have been trying to write this record the way that we used to do anything that we used to do. Mm-hmm. So like I've tried, I've been, I've kind of brought myself into this room. I have very rudimentary equipment to work with. Very basically nothing. I have very little to to, to use. But it's, it, I'm just kind of throwing it out there and putting it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Because mm-hmm. back then you and I, for whatever reason, didn't seem to have the, 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 the fear of, of what we're creating. We right. just did it. Yeah. We didn't care. And what a, I look back on that. I'm like, what an amazing uh, privilege or at the very least the lack of a, uh, that roadblock because for like uh, two years since we put out our last thing, I've been like uh, worried about, what it is we're creating or I'm yeah. creating. And I look back at like when we just would sit in a fucking room with whatever shitty drum sample we could do <laughs> or whatever way we could fake it or like who we didn't fucking care. And then we just made a band name that was spelt wrong <laughs> and we put out what was essentially a demo and was like, this is REP. Yeah. And like yeah. we didn't fucking care we went to that start we went to that roseland show we went to every show 
and gave that shit out like it was ex- like that was what we did right like that was our abbey road like it was we were we couldn't have been more proud and we couldn't have been more happy and we had no idea what we were doing yeah and i just and we're wish- we're asking bands that we looked up to if they want to headline our show and then we're not going to pay them based off of <laughs> this this the this shit that we made in my fucking room mm-hmm. the balls <laughs> the absolute balls it took for us to do that and i look back now and i'm like i want those balls so bad mm-hmm. as i sit in here and i'm like i've been like worried i'm trying to do like new things i'm trying to like i i've been trying to like figure out what I'm, where am i going to take this fucking band what am i going to do who am i am i even this band anymore like I, I am i this guy and so but i'm trying so hard to just be like fuck it Let's just do it. It's worked every other time. Every other time, we just we just we don't think about what the, the, this imperfection and this problem and all these things. Let's just go, and it worked. And that's why you and I are right here now. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that if I apply that same lack of fear to anything else I'm trying to do into my 30s, mm-hmm. then it'll work out the way that it did in my my teens and in my 20s. Right. And so maybe with a little more mindfulness. Right. A little, little mindfulness. Little, you know, know what I use to edit the uh, podcast? Audacity. Audacity. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, when, I, when I decided to do the podcast, I'm like, all right, I need, I need something to edit this. Stick to what I know. Audacity. That a boy. Yep. That makes me very happy. And what I'm trying to do now is like I'm trying to put in little video clips when I can. Guess what I'm using for that? Windows Movie Maker. That's right. Man. I fuck it. I found it on some it's... off-brand site because they don't install it anymore to Windows, and they don't. Nope. It's not really there anymore. Nope. Like they have um, in the new like I think I don't know where we're at like Windows 12 or 11 yeah. or 13. I don't even know. You go into like the video app and you can edit in there. Oh. But like they don't really make the same thing. Yeah. No, so on my phone I have InShot. On here I have Windows Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Like it's really not good at all. Like I feel like the one that I had that I made Silent Movie on, I feel like that was better than what I have right now, but it's whatever. There's one on the phone called Splice. I don't know if it works on the t- on the computer. Okay. On the computer. Dude, listen to me, bro. <laughs> Oh <laughs> they have these newfangled things, bro. Dude, I eat cottage cheese out of a fucking thing. <laughs> I am eighty <laughs> at in front of in front of God and everybody in, in food line today. Danny was like, "You want more cottage cheese?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm what? What am I, bro? I don't even put tomatoes a uh, tomato on it." I, or salt and pepper. I eat it right out of the fucking just plain, plastic thing. plain. It's delicious. It's I'm like not there savory. yet. I'm not there yet. Fair, like fair does that. Pudding. I can't do that yet. It is like a savory pudding, <laughs> or 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 yogurt. It's delicious. Mm. It's so great, and it's very low fat. Now, anyway, the um, splice is like the, I pay. I pay like ten dollars a month for it, but like it's it's worth it. It's what I do. The 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 key flying talks on they have really cool like transitions and it makes it really easy to cut and mm. it's like it's really really intuitive so like even then like even windows movie maker there was things that were so great about that that they 
you know, people weren't making these things and like, it wasn't like an attention economy back then. Like there was YouTube, but not everybody did it. Mm -hmm. It was really just like there for us to fuck around with. But like they made that kind of technology and that kind of programming so hard to obtain because the people, they realized that, Oh, we can get people to pay for this kind of thing. So it's not just everywhere anymore. Right. And that's just a Coke zero. (laughs) Nice. Dustin likes those. Yeah, he has he has like four or five a day. Nice. I um, I'm trying not to drink on my off days for a few days. Trying to trying to show a little restraint. So, I uh, the other night I was off, and I, I can't remember if I was doing a podcast or what. I like to usually when I podcast have like a drink or whatever. And uh, I guess I went. I poured a little heavy, and Fair was like, "Wasn't this vodka bottle like full?" And it's now like less than half. I was like, all right, all right. I'll take some time off. I'll take some time off. So Coke Zero. Oh, right, be- right, right before this, uh, I did. I put a little too much rummy in this, a little more than I wanted. But before that, I got so I got a very nice uh, 69 cent Food Lion uh, Black Cherry uh, Sparkling Water. Oh, okay. And I, I opened it. Yes. Only the best for me. Yes. And I, I opened it. It exploded. Ah. Right before I, I'm very sticky still. <laughs> I didn't address it an hour and a half earlier, but yeah. I but I'm very very sticky. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> yeah, and that was you know typically, you know I would I would get I even thought about dipping into my homebrew, but you know I was like I'll be good I'll be good I don't want I don't want there to appear to be a problem anywhere so Coke Zero for me it is, but I uh, it has become I, I'm not like I'm not like fucking you know. I'm not sneaking things, mm-hmm. but um, I do. I have recognized a, a little over reliance, at least like before before a show. Um, part of it is a pain reliever, which also is not healthy. Mm-hmm. But like, part of it is just like, is my my you know, if I'm not working out regularly, um, I fall apart really quick now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just I just. I need like, oh, okay, let me just make sure my legs don't bother me during the set. And then also just to, just to loosen up. So I don't get too fucking in my head while I'm playing. Cause like I've done so many now that like it's now I'll, I'll be able to play kind of on autopilot and I'll just be in my head having conversations with myself while I'm playing. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that because I'm not, I'm not in the moment. Right. So. Right. Now it's not healthy to do that with alcohol. So <laughs> at, at, at some point, yeah, I have a, I have my, for, I'm, I'm for the first time in my adult life insured, so I have a, a, a appointment with a GP next week. So hopefully nice. I'll do that I keep, I keep having to push mine off for one reason or another. It just hasn't stuck. So hopefully this week will be, or this next one will stick. But uh, yeah, so like when I podcast, I like to. If I, I notice that if I have a drink or whatever, I'm a little bit more loose lipped, you know, and kind of things sure. flow a little bit better. Um, but yeah, you know, it kind of gets in the way sometimes, you know, or not even in the way, but I, again, I don't want to rely on it. And even with work, like, and I noticed this a lot when I was on the road, like it would start as, all right, on my Friday, on my last day as like a celebratory thing, like, Hey, you made it. Have yourself a drink, young man. You you deserved it. And then <laughs> after a while, it was like after every shift, like, oof, that was a rough shift. Let's have let's have one. And then it's like, all right, let's take a break. And you know what I mean? Well, that's the tricky thing, is that it's it's good for hey, reward. And also, 
hey, big loss. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's it ends up being the where the, there's a where the road ends anyway. There's a movie I've only seen it once, but this one quote it's love and other drugs, and with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and I think Anne Hathaway, and um, there's a line in it where he says, "Don't drink to feel better, drink to feel more better," like a celebration. That's a great idea, but you know, life kind of gets in the way. So I try to try to think that I try to never like, if I'm feeling bad and like want to feel better, I drink, I try not to do that, but you know, and, and then again, to go back to the point you made, like, you know, that's unfortunately where our family lineage kind of is. So I try not to fall down. Oh yeah. So, you know, we kind of both know the, the nasty side of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. And because of because of that being con you know being conscious of where it can go, I, I think that that keeps me from going somewhere dark with it. Yeah. I, I, but you know, I, I I haven't gotten to the point where there's like some sort of issue, but I definitely have, have, have recognized where there could be. So that's how I know. I'm like, okay, let's 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 re let's recalibrate. Right. A little bit yeah. Here. And that's like that's the nice part about craft beers. Cause I like cooking too. So yeah, you cook some, you cook some fire, <laughs> bro. It's, it's, it's pretty good stuff. It looks fucking awesome. I made, I made a Taylor ham, egg and cheese this morning. That was like doghouse mm. level. It's, it was, it was good. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I brought it all the way these, back. These people hate bread. I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe it's not like that in Florida because, again, it's New York again. Uh-huh. So it's like there's so many – there's no Italians in mm-hmm. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. There's no Jews <laughs> and there's no there's no Ital- – I swear to God. I'm not trying to be like funny. Yeah. They're not here. Yeah. They're just not. They kept going. Yeah, no, they're Florida. all in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, they're all in Florida. <laughs> all of them. They just, they're like, this isn't hot enough. <laughs> Keep going. So they so they did. Marty. And they're all – they're all in Florida, and they all know how to make pizza and bagels. See here, the like their bread is a biscuit, and they do that great. Uh-huh. But that's not always what I need. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you that there's there is no roll. Like if you want breakfast no. on a roll, there's no roll. Uh uh-uh. uh They um, don't even know what you mean. No, they you're, don't even know. They're what gonna the fuck ha- they're gonna hand about. you a shitty croissant. Is what they're gonna hand you. And it's just here's your croissant, sandwich. Uh, <laughs> piece of shit, <laughs> die, you piece of shit. Uh, oh. That was a core memory right there. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, dude, I don't. Okay, I'm pre- We're going everywhere with this. This combo is just two people catching up. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're not, if you're not, if you if you come to this show for like some other reason, I'm blaming on this guy. Blaming on me. I am sorry. My name is Henry. Uh, <laughs> I grew up with Charlie, and that's why none of this makes any sense. So, I, do you? I will every day, and I mean every day for whatever the 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 you want to call it meme or the hook or whatever the things we would say. Yeah. They're still there, dude. Like I, I it happens every day, uh-huh. and I you know what I should do as a healthy practice. I should just text you whenever I think of something and it will be every day. And that's when, when it comes up with 
with like music. I always send you a screenshot when something comes up. Like the other day when I sent you like Johnny and the Racers or whatever. Like I just like oh this is a oh. and I was oh what a record yeah I oh. I shared that and some dude from Connecticut that follows me was like dude you know Johnny and the Racers I'm like my dude <laughs> like, um we went and played that that fucking festival with Big D and I think we missed them yep. that was like one of their last shows yep. they stopped the being space. a band yep that is still there is it did it burn down well, or something. No, no, oh. no. The, the the building is still the space. They don't put shows in it. Oh. So uh, do you do you do you picture it? Mm-hmm. Because it's one of the places we played the most. Yep. We were always there. Or we went sometimes. Uh-huh. So there's all those buildings around the space. Yep, yep, yep. And and, yep. and I will not forget it. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. That fucking festival. We came up with calling it the outer space. Yep, we sure that did. That was our joke, and then they did it. So now, the the building next to it, I'm still mad. So we were, dude, we were so pissed because we we wanted to play in the in the main room. They stuck us outside in a damn on the, garage on the, on the garage with a stage made of doors. <laughs> and I think that was that show. I think the stage yeah, was made yeah. of doors. <laughs> so we were just so fucking mad. Okay, sorry. So now that building is no longer like where they put shows. I think there's still a studio in there. And I think it's there kind of as like a relic. Like, hey, remember? And so now the space ballroom is a bigger room that's kind of in the same thing. It's still 295 Treadwell Street. Uh, New Haven. No, no Hamden, Hamden, Connecticut. Hamden, yeah. Hamden, Connecticut. And so they have the the space ball the spaceland ballroom, and they have a smaller room where they put like shows like ours. So it's really tiny. So it's like right before you go into this big room. So it's, it's still very much part of the Connecticut um, scene. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, we we just played there, I think in December. Mm. So like we'll go and then we'll see it. And then, like, yeah, I remember all the yeah. good times. Lots of good times. Still but, there. But, still uh, very much there. I remember, I think our first show there was, was that with? Tip the Van. Tip the Van, the real deal. Waffle Stompers, that, that show? Real deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's I, so fucking good. Yep, yep. I felt like. I try to share them with people, you know, because there's like a lot of bands that sound like them. I'm like, nah, man, these aren't. This is hold on, and then I send it. They're better than any band that's ever like any of those bands that play fest. Like any of them, they're they're, they're so it's so much better. I shared um, our parking lot. I wow. share that with some people, man. Fucking banger. It sound, like that record still sounds so awesome. Mm-hmm. D- like Davy's guitar it's, live was so good. Yep. It's still so good. I'm chasing that tone still. <laughs> still. Yep. Yep. So fucking awesome. I, still, I, I, I don't, I love them. Every now and then they'll, it's one of those, it's one of those bands that every now and then they'll just fucking message me. And really? Message them and I'm like, dude, it still exists. Like, as a, as a, they played a show, I want to say like, kind of recently like they randomly got back together to do something that's crazy but like i remember i was still it was on my old facebook and i was friends with all of them still and i saw i think powder went and did his own thing or something and then they kind of just broke up yeah well i mean you know i mean they they tried to tour it is what it is yeah 
And like the thing is with us, like back then, any band that was that good, we just figured was the biggest band ever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, well, everyone will care. Like, like oh my still, god, I, yeah. I don't even think you were still. I don't think you were still in the band. But like, we got them to do. Did you play the show with us in in Clinton with them? Because that was another time where I did like a home show in an area that was not our home. <laughs> maybe I remember. Maybe not Clinton. I remember Garwood. Garwood was my last show with you guys. The Garwood with uh, 4.0. I think it was 4.0. Oh my god, that was your last show. I think so. That was the one. Yeah. Oh, I remember that show. Yeah. I played guitar with them. Yes. Because and, because, and uh, they played uh, Scott Farkas. That's right. Yep. I was like, I know Scott Farkas. I'll play. Yep. And I played. I, I ended up filling in because I think Tom couldn't make it. It was like 800 people. Mm-hmm. They basically just they, took their school's marching band and threw them on stage. They were so good yeah. too, though. They I, were incredible. The, the day so when I had Johnny and the Racers on, then I found 4.0, and I found, you know I went through and started listening to all those. I listened to Agoraphobia, just like jammed out. I still do. I still do. Yeah, it's I, it came on the other day. I didn't turn it off. The fact that it's on Spotify made me so happy because I could, the EP they put out after that one, mm-hmm. I was like. I was convinced, again, this is just not for your listeners. I'm so sorry. This is just me and you. So that that EP that came out, I was like, I, I think you would I think you had moved on already. But like I was well, everything we've done means nothing because this is this is this sounds so good mm-hmm. and this is what I wanted. And I was like, this is gonna be the next band. This is gonna be the next one that goes. <laughs> Or like what was whatever. there was another band from that area <sighs> start with a K. I want to say Knights something. Oh, um, Knights Bridge Fiasco. That's it. That's it. In Connecticut. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they all are. They all still play music. Um, what they do a bunch of other stuff. Was now, it? But... Was it? 4.0 with Mike V was he in 4.0? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's Mike V. Yeah. They're awesome. Again, another group of people that every now and then they'll text me and be like, "What's up?" And I'll be like, "Chilling. I still tour." Yeah. And they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and um, they're sick, bro. Yeah. And then you know, there's them. I mean, there was so many. Yeah. I mean, I stole Ricky from Lightning Kill My Parents. I never and, met like, them. You know, you never met Lightning Kill My Parents. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, that's that's before your time. Yeah, I stole, I stole them. There's just so many. Yeah, so many. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. well, Knightsbridge still. Some of them still play shit, and then there was there was Lama Tsunami too, and then they they also play music. Yeah, yeah. remember them? Yeah, that that was that was Connecticut too. That was that was right towards the end of my my existence. Yeah, and then uh, um. Well, we went on tour of 4.0 a lot after that too. Yeah. Like they did that Garwood show with us, but like we well because we met them when we did the summer tour when we did the A's on purpose tour. Yeah, we met them. We met. I think they we probably met them at the the uh, space show because then we played up in New Hampshire and they were there too. At the sad cafe. The sad cafe. That's right. Ah, oh man, I felt. So I think of They're so I, sick. Yep, and and then of course we took that giant ass trip from there to the Crock Rock. That I'm why <laughs> oh w- wait why did we do that to play with Ruby Fish man right. that was the show that was the one that was that shit was so awesome yeah. okay yeah so we did that 
and then we went to Warp Tour. No, well, not right away. Not right away. Right. We did. Well, we went. Happened we went. We. I remember we went. We left Allentown. We went to Greg's apartment, and I remember that right straight as day because he made us the best chicken carbonara I've ever had, and he made it out of ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went up to uh, Saratoga Springs, New York, and then right, and then you booked that show. Yeah. At that, hold that on. One. So remember, it was like that little art space. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, and Mike wanted to eat. And we're like, all right, we'll eat at the end. We'll eat after. We'll eat after. Show ended and nothing was open. There was a, there was a, um, bas- Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Yeah. There was a Cold Stone across <laughs> the street. Is that open? And we we're like running around <laughs> and it was Why, pouring. Anything that's open. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. So we were, we ended up running and they were still closing up. Right. Cause it was like eight right. o'clock and, or they closed at eight and it was like seven 45, but they closed up and we're like, all right, let's go around the corner. So we're like running between awnings <laughs> trying to get around That's Saratoga right, Springs, dude. New York. And then we get to that Wendy's and the lobby was closed, but the drive-thru was open. So we tried to walk through the drive-thru and they wouldn't serve us. They don't do that. No. So then we went back to the space and we're like, bro, we're starving. And then one of the guys walked us to some pizza shop. Remember that? Okay. That was before, before we left. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then they taught that us how to rip uh, phone books in half. <laughs> I don't remember that, yeah. but I believe that I have. And then, awesome and then we went to Rochester and the dude, Casey was the, the guy. California brew house. Yes. And Casey, Casey, yeah, and then Casey. I remember he worked. Still at, plays. Does he really? Still plays in a band called California Cousins. That's crazy. Still, still, I think he's going on tour again. That's like crazy. with that with that band. I I have not really talked to him since then. That's but crazy. Like, yeah. Um. He up. uh, I remember he worked at a pizza shop and he was like, "Hey man, I hooked you up with some pizzas." And it was just black olive pizzas. Dude, that's right. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> too large. It was black. really bad. Thank you so much. This is so bad. <laughs> I remember now. And then, then we had the great idea of going to Scranton Warp Tour. This is this was this was uh, Greg's genius idea. It was genius. It was, though. but it was like five years too late. <laughs> yeah, like that was like an old school yep. Warp Tour thing. Mm-hmm. Where so for people listening who, if you still are listening, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But when you we're so sorry, no, this, we should do a real episode at some point. This, this is going to be good. I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, uh, but you would you would go to Warp Tour like at butt crack of dawn when all the bands are arriving, and you walk mm-hmm. up to the gate and say, "Hey, so Kevin says I can play," and then they would just give put you on the Kevin says stage. Well, that didn't exist, so we actually had to just go to Warp Tour. Well, it did. It was there, but that but that idea of doing that. It's not. Didn't. Do you remember? We went and we sold. We sold to the line, and then we went to that 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 meeting of like the industry. Oh yeah, of people. Well, this is this is when this this is like these are the kind of things that made me want to keep doing it and being like, oh, this is working because I was Kevin's in front of me, Lisa Brownlee's in front of me, Sarah Saturday's in front of me, and all people that I've that I've you know stayed in the industry and, and, and not worked with necessarily all the time, but like met because of just keeping going. And we, we were sitting there and I'm listing all the things that we've done in like a week or like whatever, like a, a couple months. We're like, we put this record out and we, cause I, I basically just asked him like, what do I have to do? 
to be here? What do I have to do to belong here? We did this. We're on this tour. We're opening for this band. We're about to open for this. We had just confirmed our Less Than Jake show. Mm -hmm. yeah. While on tour. We, while on tour, we confirmed the Less Than Jake show, which is where I met Peter. Mm -hmm. And look at us now. Yeah. Um, and he was, and then he goes, Kevin Lyman looks at me and goes, wait, 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 wait. who are you? <laughs> go, We're survey says. And I was like, that was the shit, dude. Like I was, I was like, okay, I could, I could maybe do this. Yeah, I could maybe do this in my head. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I could do it. The thing I didn't like, the thing I look back on that version of the band, and then, and then like later is that, you know, I think that I was so into doing that that I, you know, there's a weird fraternal thing that happens when you become a band person. That it's like, well, if you're not in this as much as the next guy you're out right and like you're we, we we shun you and so you know I, I fell prey to that kind of thinking and so like just because we were we were just the same we were just high school friends mm -hmm. from from that from that fucking town and like they didn't all have the same ambition that i did right, or yeah. what we did or whatever like and, and looking back on it that's not their fault like it's not they didn't sign up for that they didn't know and so like i remember i remember looking down on on them i'm taking this to a way different place but like i just remember looking i look back on that i'm like ah i shouldn't have been so hard on them mm -hmm. you know for you know not being as into this as, as i was right time, yeah you know? i remember that whole thing uh the whole that whole summer just being like let's see where this goes next. Like I, I had no mm -hmm. idea where it was going. Cause I remember when I was fighting with my sister about coming back here to Florida, I was like, well, I don't know. Like I was just waiting to see when the plane would crash, you know, like, right. And we just kept going. And I think that's kind of just where it went, you know, at least in that, in that initial summer. Um, the other big memory from that tour though, is before I, th I think I want to say it was before Warp Tour, or maybe it was after. But we wanted to. Well, we we slept in the. That's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> is that we tried to get a hotel room, but or maybe I think we had a hotel room, but I booked it for the wrong day, and the day before Warp Tour, because we were like in between hours of days. Uh, yes. Dave Matthews Band was playing. That's right. <laughs> and the Warp Tour was playing. Everybody was in Scranton, and there was no hotel rooms to be had because there's these two shows yep. that were happening. Two That's massive right. shows. So we we stayed in a Price Chopper parking lot, literally in the parking lot. And I remember being this so pissed. Price that, Chopper. Yes, exactly. I remember being so the pissed. More deals. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I remember being so pissed about it that I didn't sleep, and I took that picture of us sleeping in the parking mm. lot on the bed rolls and everything. And then I think it was, it was Ryan. I think that we walked through the price chopper trying to, I don't even know what we were doing. And that's where the whole price chopper thing was. <laughs> Again, I'll, they're, they're like a grocery chain that only exists like right there. But like, if I see one, that is what I will uh, think. Get... Instantly get to the price <laughs> for more deals. Um, oh. yeah, you know what came up the other day, you know, cause I, 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 interact with all these cops from different states is when, when Delaware shows up and I'm like, Delaware. 
Oh, <laughs> tell me where. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find the 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 shit at the end of the records. Yep. I have to find it. I might still be there. I just don't know. Yeah. Somebody asked me. I get. I I don't even know when it. I don't know why it was even there or when it came down. It couldn't have. Well, here it is. Uh, is not on Spotify, but it is on Bandcamp. Yeah. Literally two days ago, somebody was like, "Hey, I noticed that it's not up there anymore," and I was like, "I don't remember when it ever was, but okay." And they were like, "When? Where can I get a physical?" I was like, "eBay." I don't know, <laughs> right? Dude, I don't know. Yeah. Every now and I'll get tagged in a post like every three months. Like someone would be like, "Yo, your record is on eBay." I'm like, "Or or Discogs or something like that." I'm like, "That's awesome. I have none of those." So That's crazy. Um, somewhere I have the self-titled somewhere. We. So this is not really important. No, well, it is an important story, but it's not important. We uh, we were I was living with Danny's family for a long time, mm-hmm. and then they we had to be removed from that house as well. It was a whole other foreclosure situation, and so we were clearing out their house and moving. And I go down to the basement, and he's got one. <laughs> he's got an itself titled. I was I don't know how or where he obtained it, but like he lo- like my 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 dad's sorry my wife's dad my father in law loves survey says like it we were we were one of his favorite bands Jeez. and every every day he listens to us every day and so he'll be he'll text me and i'll go hey i threw you a couple cents streamed you <laughs> and it's like thank you thank you again appreciate it it's awesome that's amazing I, um, I found i found it subtitled in his house and i'm like dude i didn't know you then how do you have this yeah why do you have this? Where did you get this? We made two hundred of them, uh, right? Two hundred. And I think where are what? How did I meet you? And you I think we this. all owned like twenty five of them each. So yeah. Um, I remember. Oh, oh, there's one right here. I'm sorry, I, I took one from from the house. I think that might be his copy. I took it. It's right there. Uh, mine's somewhere in one of my boxes. I don't think I ever got a. Well, here it is. Did we did we press? Well, here it is. Look at that. There it is. The disc is still in it. Yep. There you go. Did we press well here it is? Yeah. We did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sold way more of those than this one. Yeah. Well, you know, we were actually a touring band at that point. Yeah, we played shows. We didn't play any shows on this. We played, I'll tell you what we played. We played the Sherman, that headlining show at the Sherman with like, did Slightly Askew play that one? I know we wanted him to. I don't know if they actually ever did. The one it, I think they did. It was no, they did. It was the, the Green Flyer. That's what I remember. They did. Okay, Flyer was great. Yeah, was, we got them. We got Jason the Argonaut. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, did the Big Green play that show? They're on the floor. Odd Man Out. Ah oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. Every year I get the fucking. Uh, I get the fucking notification. You know, so I don't get it anymore because it's Facebook deleted my old Facebook. But you know what I used to get every year really? on New Year's Eve or or New Year's Day, January first, I would get the memory of Here Forward episode one. Oh my god! I can't. I I have not brought myself to watch. My dad is in the first episode, yeah, so like, yeah. I can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah. So I I, I should though. I should. I, it's like the one thing that I that I've like avoided is here forward because of him. Because of him. Yeah. I mean, I just haven't. I just haven't done it. I, I don't. 
I have to see if the shit's still up there. I might not have. I don't know. I looked. Uh, I looked for the even the account, and that's not even on YouTube. So I don't know. I'm gonna find out. Right. You know what? Let me see. I feel like I recovered it because. Oh, you want to know why I did? Because my likes from back then were so, like, dude, the videos we would watch, bro. Bro. Uh, oh, I got it. You got, I got it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm in there, bro. And then, like. Didn't. Um, yeah. How many. How many. How many views did the first I vi- episode I don't think have? our videos are up there. I don't think our videos are still up oh, there. Oh, man. Um, I didn't delete them, though. YouTube might have. I might have to. I might have to go on a computer and do it, and then like unprivate them. I feel like I. I they couldn't have deleted them. I would be really upset if they did that. Um. Yeah, you're right. It, was, it might be in like a. <laughs> but I do know that's that... so sick, bro. That's awesome. But I'm looking right. I just typed in Milas EV. Is that still there? It's still there. I've got the piss blog. Oh my god! I've got bro. I've got failovator. That I don't have a login for. I, I don't know where that would there's be. There's a I couple no WNWR uh, episodes. Oh, that's right. I did put them there. I've got you. But back then, you could favorite videos, and so like I have these absolutely classic, classic YouTube. Like back when YouTube was so great, right? And then like all the Eddie's. Bullshit. Yep, I saw a All couple right. of your your uh, vlog responses to him, <laughs> dude. Uh, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll figure, <laughs> out well. I'll figure out where the videos are. Yeah, but I mean that's just great stuff. Just great stuff. Good stuff. I still can't listen to uh, the one Shin song, right? The Shins? No, New Pornographers. The one Stack Crooked. Oh yeah, well yeah, I got here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I every time I'll just go like I do listen to it because I love them. Yeah. But, I'll, but I'll still be like, no, no. I mean, I can't ah. listen to it without saying. Oh, of course yeah. not. No, I'll, it'll have. I'll be like, ah, yeah. Or like, yeah. Uh, uh, doesn't remind me by Audio Slave. That's that's another. Oh yeah, for 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 DJ's Machinima that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't realize. And oh, last week. Greg hits me up and he goes, he's like, dude, what was that video that's like Spider-Man 3? That movie gave me shotgun diarrhea. And I was like, <laughs> that was, I knew exactly where it was and how to find it. But then I did find a re-upload of it, of the uh, Gears of Halo Theft Auto 5. Uh-huh. And, or 6, as it were. And the machine, like machinima.com is gone. Really? Gone. So like their YouTube is gone. All, the only thing you can find on their YouTube is shit that is people that re-uploaded stuff that they saved. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, wow, that's crazy. But I guess that you know, I mean, that art form is pretty much gone. Yeah. But like, you know, red versus blue yeah. and, and all that, all that stuff that we 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 loved. I I think like during the pandemic, I think at one point I just decided I was going to rewatch. All of classic Red versus Blue, yeah, and I had a great time. I uh, I've made a couple Red versus Blue memes, and it's crazy the people that come out of the woodwork, like, oh my god, I forgot about that shit, dude. There's a is, is the best, yeah. There's a the best. a meme or something where it was like 
it was just a picture of Blood Gulch, and it was like, do you remember? And then Rooster Teeth retweeted, and it was like, oh, we remember. Do you remember? And then Halo was like, oh, we remember. Yeah, it was just, it was cute. That's awesome, yeah. bro. Yeah. All right, dude. I, I still listen to all the rap. You have to leave, and so do I. Yeah, I, I just, I just realized the time. But uh, this was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what I'll use of this if I use it, or if I'll just add it to our uh, our back channel of archives. But this is cool, dude. Well, either way, you can you can call me about this shit anytime. Yeah, definitely will. I'm not. I got to get yeah. better at calling people. I kind of suck at it, but it's fine. I do too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying you can. I def- I'm not saying I will. <laughs> but not, but don't but don't take it. You you know not to take it personally. Yeah, a, a lot of you know some people in my life do. I'm like, don't please don't. Never. All right, buddy. Yeah. I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.